Hi, I'm Eden. I'm Sam. And this is Ruby the Podcast. We are a community of young women seeking answers to the hard questions and discovering what it means to cultivate our purpose. So join us as we interview world-changing entrepreneurs, creatives, and industry experts. All here to share the wisdom we need for living the Ruby lifestyle. One of authenticity, wonder, and intention. So take a breath, settle in, and get ready to discover who you were made to be. We are so grateful you're here. We are going to get Chipotle after this episode. And that's all we have to say. And that's it. Goodbye. Thanks for coming. We are both trying to see who would say it. So we just kind of stared and then you were like, we are going to get Chipotle. (laughs) We are. No, it's my order right now. I'm so hungry right now. I'm so hungry. Um, my order from Chipotle is always a burrito bowl. Me too. Burrito bowl. I always get the uh-huh. burrito bowl. <laughs> so good. As if we've never gone to Chipotle together. Wait, I kind of forgot. Have we? Yes. <laughs> Sam. Um, <laughs> chicken burrito bowl, and then put some uh, guac and cheese and black beans Love and white rice and okay, the cilantro rice at Qdoba though kind of is so good i've never really had qdoba because everyone i like is it like better than chipotle Mm, no i like chipotle better but and some people may disagree with me but i think it's way better um (laughs) the only thing i like better at qdoba is the rice but you know the cilantro thing where some people it's because of their dna it like tastes like soap to them (gasps) what wait what is cilantro again i forget oh it's the green green stuff right yeah Yes. Oh. It's hard to describe. It's like a sour sort of tasting. Oh, I don't know. Because their DNA, it. it tastes like soap? Yeah, like to my mom, she thinks it's the most disgusting thing in the world, but I love it. And like there's other people like my mom who are like avid against cilantro. Avid cilantro pro- haters. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's avid so weird. Haters. I've never heard of that. Yeah. It's actually so yeah. fascinating though. Like why is that even a thing? I don't like the know. taste of something? That's so How does odd. it even work? Not sure. But excited for that. Mm-hmm. I know. I feel like I've been spending a lot of money recently. I was just telling Eden this. Eden and I have been feeling the same. We're just yeah. like spending and yeah. spending and then. But like. It's so hard. The way, it's because I'm always like. Money. I know. It's hard because I'm always like. Oh man, Sam. Like. Because I. Okay. So I've gotten better. I feel like at like spending at things like I feel like are what's it like worthwhile almost worth the money yeah like worth the money like I'm always like all right you know what like I'm going to see a friend I haven't seen in a while and I'm going to like it's okay that I'm going to pay for this or like I'm going to buy something for this and it's good it's a good thing but then I still feel like oh after every time I see like the money go down a little I'm like "Mm." it's so sad (laughs) it's so it is sad like I worked for that and then it I know and like even though we're making money like it just still feels I don't know. But it's okay. Yeah. We're going to Chipotle. We're going to savor every bite. We're going to savor every bite because it's so <laughs> worth it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But before we do that, we we're need going to, talk to be talking. mental health. Yes. Mental health. How are you actually? How are you actually? Oh. We're going to talk all about kind of where we are at now with our mental health, and hopefully that will share... Um, some comfort with you if you're going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. And obviously we are not licensed therapists 
or doctors. So a lot of the stuff we're going to be talking about is just based on our own experience. Mm -hmm. Um, But we kind of have some perspective on a couple tips and a couple just things to keep in mind as you're going through the struggles of mental health. And also not just the struggles, but also um, the good parts of it, too, because Mm -hmm. there are, of course, emotions worth celebrating. Yeah. Well, actually, all emotions are worth celebrating. Well said. But the ones that are feeling like the highlight of your life deserve to be celebrated just as much. Yes. Okay, that was random. It's okay. They deserve (laughs) to be celebrated. Anyway, just like Eden said, we just want to have a real conversation about mental health and just share where we're at and, you know, it's just, it's, it's fun to be able to talk about things like this because we don't talk about them as much. So listen in and, you know, write some things down or even take this time to like almost brain dump where you're at. I don't know. I feel like that could be along with cool, us. Along yeah. with where we're at. So yeah, we'll see you on the other side. We are by no means doctors or therapists or anyone with a degree in mental health, but we are here to give you an honest conversation Mm -hmm. on mental health in general. Yeah. Because we are humans who experience (laughs) mental, what is it even, like... Emotions. The void of of mental... life i don't know mental thought the brain is actually like what is it like a labyrinth i feel like it's like that's a good yeah thanks actually i'm kind of proud um (laughs) it's like it's actually weird to think about it i was just telling eden this like sometimes like when i am having like weird thoughts or like weird mood swings or just experience like feeling like I've never felt like groggy or like gross or whatever like I don't know why and like it's weird how like our body tries to tell us things sometimes or like how our brain reacts to certain things even if they don't like actually but like there's just so much to unpack I think about Mm -hmm. like the brain and so much we don't understand like about our own selves even and I think that's, like, a major... Like, when people say, like, you know yourself best and, like, get to know yourself. Like, learn what you like, learn whatever. It's, like, really about, like, finding, like, how, like, your brain or, like, your body reacts to different situations. Yeah, yeah like, analyzing the patterns and, like, seeing yeah. what triggers each sort of thing. When I think about the brain, I think about Inside Out, definitely, mm. the movie. That's precious. Like, think about the different emotions and then also think about how they are walking through this. The whole the whole story is about how they're walking through, like, the mind of, what is it? It's of Riley, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they're, like, experiencing all her different thought processes. And they have the different islands, which are different parts of her life. And they have, um, what is it? The train? What's the train? The train of thought. The train of thought. And, like... Every time she experiences something, like, there's moving parts. There's things that are going Mm. on. But when I think about Inside Out, I just think about how, like, we get the view of Riley, but then we also are not seeing sometimes what's going on in the other characters' minds as well. Mm -hmm. Because each of them have their own set of how we were talking about patterns and analyzing how your brain specifically works. But Mm -hmm. it's, like, a complex, like, whole thing. 
it's mm-hmm. insane the way we're wired to do all these like our brain does so much for us like besides we have the emotions and then we also have like the logic side and like the creative side and isn't there right and left memories yeah oh yeah yeah. the right and left memories yes yeah i was literally like it was the weirdest thing ever i was like sitting on the bus and i was like looking through pictures of something and it triggered like another memory and then i was thinking to myself like that is so weird because like Mm -hmm. That memory was, like, somewhere in my brain, and I had, like, it was just floating around, and, like, I hadn't thought of it, and then all of a sudden, it, like, came to the front of my brain because something else, yeah. like, made it. It was just, I was like, whoa. It's actually super weird. It is weird. And then also, <laughs> like, how they sing the triple dent gum song. Triple dent Yeah. Gum. But things like that, like, little snippets of commercials or, like, how you're saying, Sam, just, like, random things you would never expect if something didn't trigger it on, just, like, happens. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, it's so weird. I but. know. But I think um, today, talking about it, we want to kind of just express what it's like to, I don't know, like, not understand, but we're going to talk, like, be honest about, like, mental health and just how we experience things that we like don't know why it's happening or being I guess careful and gentle with yourself because not everything that you're feeling has to be like triggered by something I think like I I I don't know I just think we want to just sit here and talk about what's going on in our brains even though we don't fully understand because I feel like we all can actually relate to each other in that way and it's not talked about enough just real and honestly and so that's kind of the goal mm-hmm. that yeah for sure um sam and i both just came out of a time a really busy time at school we're both in charge of planning homecoming because we're on student council um and at the school we go to student council <laughs> it's it's kind of it's like a crazy thing it's kind of like a <laughs> i don't want to say cult but like <laughs> uh just a big commitment a big commitment. It's a huge, yeah. And a, huge. especially around homecoming. There's lots yeah. to do leading up to it, lots to do the week of, and it's mentally exhausting and at the same time exciting because mm-hmm. it's it's homecoming. So you're excited to be at school, you're excited to be with your friends, and you're celebrating just the culture, which I think is really fun. Mm-hmm. But again, mentally exhausting. Yeah, like since once it... I don't know, once you go back into school, like, the first thing you're thinking of is homecoming. Like, planning for homecoming, these year committees. Like, we haven't stopped thinking about homecoming until this week. Now we're, like, still thinking about it because we're talking about what went well and what didn't go well and all this stuff. But it's been something you get put in charge of, and it's something that, like, becomes your, like, it's on your mind for, like, the the first, like, few months of school. And it's something that it's, like, constantly there. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like that's something that can be pretty heavy to carry around with you all the time like there were times as homecoming got closer and closer I'd be like oh my gosh like I totally need to think of doing this I need to think of this be writing it down like during math class I like could not focus in math because I was just so anxious about like making this look right and making this look good and so I think that I mean for everyone in the council it's a huge thing and everyone kind of understands because we're all just like oh my, like, we're all just, like, running on, like, stress and, like, not a lot of sleep and, like, all this different stuff, but, like, no one really, like, understands unless you're, like, a part of it, 
which is, I think, also a big thing, not, not to be cheesy, but, like, a big thing about, like, mental health, like, you're the only one that really, like, understands, you know, so, I don't know, I just, but, really, homecoming, it was a stressful thing, and I kept telling everyone, like, around me, like, oh, after homecoming week, I'll be fine, my sister's, like, Sam, can we do that, I'm, like, after homecoming week, mm-hmm. after homecoming week, and I feel like, I'm sure, Eden, you're feeling, like, the same way. No, yeah, it's true, I, I think it, that goes for anything that you put all of your energy into for a certain amount of time when you're directing every thought and every breath into making something happen whether that be at work at school like how we're talking about homecoming or even just like spending a lot of time with family like think about how at least for me I can't be with other people for like a super long amount of time without having time by myself like I have to have Mm -hmm. like a refill sort of re-energizing period but when you're going constantly for a time like this working towards something it's mentally draining mentally exhausting and then when it's done you're just like okay well what now um and I think Mm -hmm. that's kind of led into where I'm at mentally like at this moment and it's kind of just this feeling of like loss and then also just kind of it feels depressing honestly like Mm -hmm. the day after homecoming I was like wow that was such a party so fun like I loved it but then I I was texting Sam and I was like everything now feels so overwhelming because I hadn't thought about everything else in so long Mm. and like I also hadn't really put in the time like to check in on myself even during that Mm -hmm. time and people would be like Eden you need to eat you need to make sure you're sleeping but like it's hard when you're focusing on something like that like it's really hard to find that balance um even if you're conscious of it like I can say I'm going to make an effort but like unless I really make an effort like it's not gonna change anything I don't did that make any sense it makes so much sense it's almost like you're running on like you're like go 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 like for example like my dining table just starts filling up with all my things like every day I'm like oh sorry didn't get to put this away putting that there now doing that whatever and like you start like living like that because you're so used to it and it becomes like a normal thing it becomes natural and so once you're done and you can like look back at everything that's like you're like, whoa, like, there's a huge mess in this corner, like, that's, like, a literal example of what was happening to me, and it's, like, then you have your parents being, like, when are you gonna clean that up, like, Mm -hmm. you're, like, oh, my, like, it's coming, I I promise, it's, it's happening, but it, then, like, you're saying, it just feels so overwhelming, and, like, um, similar to me, like, after homecoming, like, I kind of just, like, laid there, and I was, like, I don't really want to do anything, and Mm -hmm. I was, like, mad at myself, because I felt like I was just being, like, dramatic, like, there wasn't anything that happened that, like, made me, like, feel sad. But I was just, like, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Go ahead. I, I think how you said feels dramatic. That's something that I've been noticing in myself, and I feel like I have spread it to you on accident, Sam. <laughs> Is every time I'm, like, acting... Every time... Okay. Every time... Wow. Every time, every time, every time. Sorry, I keep saying that word. I'm going to get that out of my sentence here. When Sam and I go visit our best friend um, in another state in the summers, I feel like I'm always getting sick. <laughs> and it's like it's like a one-day thing where, like, my stomach hurts and I'm, like, overreacting because sometimes I am dramatic. I am dramatic. But 
There's other times, though, where I overuse the word dramatic and it's kind of like a fallback blame word Mm -hmm. for expressing the way I'm actually feeling, Mm -hmm. which actually is very unhealthy because, (laughs) like, Mm -hmm. when I'm saying, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry for, like, being in pain, but I'm actually in pain. Is that something I need to be sorry for? No, because that came naturally to me. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also how you were just saying, Sam, how you said I feel dramatic because I'm just laying here and, like, pouting and whatever like it feels dramatic because like we're so scared of just like letting ourselves do nothing and letting ourselves like be in a state of we can call it mourning or we can call it sadness depression whatever like Mm -hmm. I think we need to be cautious of using that word I think because Mm -hmm. it's easy to just blame it on us trying to put on a show sort of but like we maybe we actually like really are feeling those things inside yeah and I think it's also not helpful when you have I mean like I was saying earlier like no one really understands fully how you're feeling so like when there's people who are like what are you doing why are you laying there you know like you have to remind yourself like it's okay mm-hmm. that I'm laying here like you're saying another factor that can make it difficult to really hone in on how you're feeling can be other people who don't really get get it or get why you're feeling that way. Um, but it's just super weird because we were talking about how we're, we were feeling like that and, like, also Eden and I had, like, the worst calf. Like, our, our calves were just so sore <laughs> because after Because we jumped homecoming. so much. Because we were going insane. <laughs> on the dance then, floor, on the dance floor. On the dance floor, yeah. Front row. Sorry, going insane. <laughs> Yeah, no, we I'm were in the front row. We were. We were partying it up. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, so it just feels like there's all these different factors. And plus, then everyone's posting pictures from homecoming, and you start feeling bad about yourself, and you just want to, like, throw your phone, but you don't want to do anything else. So it's just, like, I feel like it's a big cycle, and when those things start to happen, that's when I feel like you you just feel so overwhelmed. Like, almost like I was telling Eden earlier, it's like, a spinner in every spot is like a bad feeling and it just keeps going around and around and it's like they're all like flashing in your mind like all these different feelings like like I I don't know just insecurity about your body and like all these different things like oh my goodness I'm so tired poor me like not like poor me because it also can be something that really is not good for you but um I really just think it's when you're in those deep like there's a time for that and then it's just weird because this morning I woke up and I was like I'm gonna do some yoga and I'm gonna get my life back together and then like I feel fine today so it's like it doesn't have to be I feel like a long stage thing but it still is just as important to recognize yes yes um I think also in those times when we're like facing the spinner as you put it I think it's easy to slip into little things that our body is like addicted to doing so that we can distract ourselves from the feeling so like being Mm -hmm. on your phone like that's one big thing for me is when I'm anxious I always go on my phone which is so bad it's so Mm -hmm. bad and I'll be sitting there and I'm scrolling and I'm like "Mm, I really could be doing something else for myself keep scrolling, keep scrolling, keep scrolling, 
mm, I really need some water. Keep scrolling. And like I'm sitting there and am I feeling any better? No. But like I, kn- I, I know what yeah. I need to do, but I just it's, just it's so hard to like pull yourself mm-hmm. out of that. But um, this morning, like I didn't have to go to school uh, as early as normal. Um, we had like a late start. And so I was like, OK, I'm just I'm not going to have my phone in my room tonight because that's something I usually do. But lately I've been having trouble waking up. So I set like 10 alarms on my phone, which my mm-hmm. regular alarm clock doesn't do for me. But so I put my right. phone downstairs and I woke up and it was not by me. And it actually first the first thing I did was like look for my phone, which I, which showed me how addicted I was to seeing it right by my bed in the morning. And the second thing Mm -hmm. was saying to myself, actually, it's kind of good. Like, you can do a couple things to get your mind in the right place before you even look at the phone, which felt Mm -hmm. like I was starting my morning much better than most days. So I love that. But And going off of that, it just shows how much, like, we don't know what people are going through because it can, like, bad feelings and bad moods and, like, depression can come on, like, just as quick as that and so I think that just shows too how incredible it is to do like daily check-in on check-ins on yourself or like weekly check-ins or checking in on your friends because you might think like oh my friend's in a good place right now but it's not really about that it's it's there's a daily struggle that you're going to face so there's daily um like what is it like dark clouds you could imagine it like every day there's like dark clouds that could come rolling in and like some days you don't get to blow them all away, and some days you do. So there's different um, – I think everyone's going through something different every day. So it really is so important to be checking in and just, like, send your friend a text, like, hey, how are you feeling today? Or mm-hmm. even yourself. Imagine yourself as your best friend sending them, thinking to yourself, like, hey, how are you doing today? Oh, actually, I'm not feeling the best. Or, like, let me write this down because it's super helpful. Or even doing, like – one little thing for yourself that you know is going to be good um like even yesterday you were sending me like these pictures from like your mom's phone because you were like if I ever like you know when the parents have Facebook and you never like any of the pictures that are on there like that's a thing you know no it's just that it's just that parents okay I love you mom if you're listening to this but parents just don't take the same sort of pictures that teenagers do right mom has these horrible okay sorry no keep talking no no it's good it's all right no but anyway Eden sent them to me and it was like when we were feeling like both really weird but then I like went outside for a little bit so I was feeling better so I texted I was like put down your phone and go outside (laughs) because you can just tell when people are starting to get into those um what was um Christina Rilo talking about the um when you're starting to, like, feel your inner mean girl kind of speaking to you, like, the comparison yeah. between or yes. different ones like that that just kind of start creeping in. And you know when they're coming, but it's pushing them away that's, like, di- it's difficult. And so mm-hmm. that's why it is important. You need someone there to help you do that. Um, yes. And that's why – oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say going to see a therapist, I think, would be so helpful and Eden's looked into that and has seen a couple, right? Yeah, I've seen a couple, but it's so hard right now to find someone good um, that is, like, accessible because a lot of people, like, the movement, I feel like, for therapists has really picked up, especially mm-hmm. through COVID. 
So it's it's hard to find someone um, that you want to spill your whole life out to. And mm-hmm. I but I think that's another thing. And both of the therapists have said to me, you we might not click. We might not click and I'm not going to take that personally. And that's just something that you kind of have to learn as you go. So I'm going to try mm-hmm. another one eventually. And it's just kind of a you have to find when they match your energy sort of. Mm. Um, because it, I mean, you're going to be telling them things that are really close to your heart. So I think it's important that it's someone you trust. Um, mm-hmm. that's what at least I'm telling myself. <laughs> um, yeah. but something else I think that is really interesting is as I'm watching myself go in these little phases of depression or I, it's okay. When I say depression, it's really hard for me to be like there's definitely a better word because I, I'm like self-diagnosing mm-hmm. when I say that so that's in place of a word that more fits a, that sad weird cycle feeling does that mm-hmm. make sense yeah yeah I think it'd be interesting if we could talk to someone we like should have someone on here to really talk about all the different words for that I agree that'd be awesome um but okay but one of those things that comes to me during that time is intrusive thoughts. And I was just talking to Sam about this before we started this episode. Um, and I, cause I think it's something that a lot of people experience. We just don't know the name for it. Um, but intrusive thoughts are things that your brain tries to like offer you when you're in certain situations, but these thoughts are not really things that align with what your heart is saying and what your soul like in how you actually want to live your life your brain Mm -hmm. is just saying these things and and I don't I haven't done a lot of research but I think they're just saying these things to kind of like bug you and to see if you like grab hold of it and it will consume you sort of because these thoughts are like they can be weird um Mm -hmm. like I was telling Sam an example this is something I saw online it's like if you're sitting there and you're cutting food and then your brain's like oh cut yourself and you're like what no, that's not what I want to do. Like that your your brain is saying things that are either like harmful to your body, harmful to your mind or harmful to someone around you and it's not really something that like I said before, like aligns with your soul. Um and so when you experience these intrusive thoughts and when I experience them, what I've seen is Um, you can give your brain a name so that you are making your brain a person like outside of yourself. So say I wanted to call my brain Susie. When I get a random thought like that, that I am choosing not to accept, you can say, oh, Susie, thanks for that. (laughs) Thanks for that weird random thought that I'm not going to grab hold on because grab hold on, grab onto (laughs) because um, I'm just, that's not me living my truth so you can say that or you can kind of imagine it as a cloud and you acknowledge that the thought is there and then you let it just drift by you because the more you try to not think about it the more you're going to think about it that's just how the mind works I think Mm -hmm. um but it's important just to let that thought be something outside of you and acknowledge that it's there like I said but let it just go by I'm rambling yeah. on I'm rambling on no but. no but it is the weirdest when you explained it to me Eden I was like that is so weird because 
I've experienced stuff like that. Like, it's just, like, you're, I don't know, like, you've heard it before and, like, your brain's seen it before or something. And so, it like, it's, like, oh, do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, wouldn't it be weird if you just did that? Or, like, so, yeah. and it's, like, kind of, it's, like, tempting but, like, in a weird way where you're, like, uh, it's, like, like kind of scary. Yeah. And if you think that it does come from you, like, it's scary and you can be kind of hard on yourself, like, Eden, why are you thinking that? Like, what, where did that even come from? Mm-hmm. But, and that's why I'm saying, like, it's so important to separate it because you can mm-hmm. go down this, like, rabbit hole of thinking it's you and there's nothing wrong with you. Um, yeah. And, oh, yeah. The other thing I've seen is that a lot of the these thoughts come from things that are actually, like, your strengths or things that make up yourself and it's your brain trying to twist those away from you so if I was Mm. to see a picture of myself that is actually like a good picture of me and then my brain's like Eden you look horrible in that and I'm like okay well I actually thought that was a good picture before so like why why is my brain Mm -hmm. saying that now and that's just a way your brain can like take something that means a lot to you or you have what what am I trying to say Sam I'm no yeah Something that, like, is a part of who you are, almost, mm-hmm. and saying, like, that's not a good part of who you are. Like, yeah, it's not good to have that part yeah. or something. Like, you're explaining to me, like, um, like for example, if you're a good leader and then your brain says, like, oh, that was – you were not actually a good leader. Like, it can feel like you don't know who you are because your brain's, like, ripping that piece away from you. Um, but it's also weird because, like, your brain is a part of who you are, so – I feel like it's, like, a journey to having, like, a friendship with yourself because, I mean, there's parts of you that you – I feel like there's parts of the brain, I'm sure, if we were to talk to someone about this, that, like, you can control and parts that you can't, I think. That's, like, where the intrusive thoughts come from, like, like random things that, like, you're not actually, like, bringing into your mind, but they're just there because they exist, I guess. But I think it really is just a process of learning, like, I don't know, like, learning who you are so that you can form a friendship with your brain so that it does support you. Because, I mean, how draining is it to have, like, a toxic friendship or someone that doesn't, like, speak life into you? And if that's your own self, (laughs) that's, like, the most draining thing that could ever be so I think that is it would be really what am I trying to say I think that's it's important important. yeah it's important to know yourself and Mm -hmm. I think that's just the whole meaning of this episode too is just checking in on yourself and acknowledging where you're at and -hmm. supporting yourself in finding tools that can bring you healing and love Mm -hmm. self-love yeah I mean I think this topic is easily turned to be cliche but it's actually so important it's really Mm -hmm. really important to see how you are and how your friends are like actually not just Mm -hmm. I'm good but I'm Mm -hmm. experiencing something like one of the highlights of my life I've had one of the best experiences blah 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 blah. and when when you ask someone how they are I think it's important to be a good listener. It's important to respond with 
signs that have showed you have listened to what they said. And then also just ways that you can bring empathy. Like you can show Mm -hmm. them um, that it's going to be okay, but not just Mm -hmm. saying it's going to be okay, but like physically showing them and like Mm -hmm. showing up for them in ways that will mean a lot to them. Um, And it it really is the same for yourself as well. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think letting yourself really feel, like, that's why you always see, like, all these things of people saying, journal your thoughts or write down all your thoughts. Because when you actually, like, like, sometimes you just need a good cry. And Mm -hmm. you don't know why you're doing it, but it just is helpful because your emotions are flooding out of you. And I think that's why it's also kind of, it's, like, sad when it's common courtesy to say, like, oh, hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? And that's it. Because how you're you're like keeping your actual emotions inside of you like mm-hmm. like you were saying being like oh I'm actually like super awesome or like I'm okay you know it's been a weird day like it doesn't have to be like you're spilling out your whole soul to somebody but not just sticking with that I'm good and like because it's become like a formal thing to say it like that yeah. and I don't think that's right yeah you can definitely go deeper deeper with it for sure mm-hmm um, but yeah, like you were saying, Eden, like this is just kind of us, we're not, like, we don't know a lot about, like, technical things in terms of mental health, but we do think that it's so important, and I'm, it's actually awesome that a lot of people have started, like, talking about it more and prioritizing it, and there's so many, like, people on social media that have started doing stuff with it, which I think is helpful because a lot of things can stem from social media that make your health kind of go down so I think it's great to have people you can look to for inspiration and all of that so we just wanted to be another voice out here to say like we're here for you and we love you and we want to share our experiences because we think that it could be something that inspires you thank you so so much every time we record an episode seriously like I feel just so much gratitude for our listeners because you make it really happen. So mm-hmm. thank you. Thanks yes. for tuning in. Thanks for listening in and for talking with us and having this conversation and um, letting us be your, what's like the voice in your mind kind of thing. Like, you know, we get to be the little voice inside your head for a little bit. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> thanks for that. Phone. Inside your headphones and your or your AirPods or just you know playing it out loud. Who knows? Anyway, thanks for giving us this opportunity. And we, if you if this episode spoke to you, we'd love it if you could screenshot it, share it, send it to a friend, check in with a friend, and send them the episode. That could be a really awesome thing to do. Um, or just take some time to journal out your thoughts, or really just take some time to sit and breathe and just think about where you're at right now anything do something for your mental health mm-hmm. this episode was produced by our ceo taylor kanagowski edited by kat smith and all original music is by ethan mccullough we hope you have a fantastic week check in on yourself we love you so so much stay ruby